Well, I'll tell you, the Sandman will be coming for us tonight, no question about that. Uh, our score here at the end of two periods, Cornell leads Merrimack 2 to nothing. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy, and this second intermission is brought to you, as always, by the Merrimack Graduate School, where at Merrimack you can earn your master's degree in just one year. Merrimack offers graduate programs in business, science and engineering, and education and social policy. Log on to merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. As we told you, once again, it's Cornell 2, Merrimack nothing here after two periods. It's been a pretty well-played game, though, I think, by both clubs. And joining us here in the second intermission is Chris Aliano. He is the director of sports information at Merrimack. And, you know, you look at the scoreboard, uh, and, and folks might think, uh, you know, same old, same old. I don't think that's been the case here. I think this is the best two periods this team has played in a while. Uh, I agree, and I'm sure you guys harped on it during the, during the pregame. This is a big Cornell team. Yeah, that's not to say Merrimack's undersized uh, tremendously, but this is, this is a bunch of big players. Uh, some of Merrimack's best players are on the smaller side, and they're holding their own. Uh, Jared Colquist, the Brett Seamies, uh, you know, the skilled players like that are the world for Matt Fogut looks pretty good tonight. He does, too. I think it's, you know, it's, it's all kind of coming together. It's just a couple of tough breaks. I'm trying to remember the goals in my head. Uh, that second one, just, you know, seeing Ice Lapper from right away on the, on the power play, uh, and the first goal. I'm trying to remember it, but... Uh, yeah, two, Shot down here, yeah. Blocker side. Yeah, yeah the, pretty nice shot. He picked a shot. It was. Uh, you, you know, you credit them for making those shots, uh, but for anyone that is just tuning in tonight or just scoreboard glancing, scoreboard watching, uh, it's not as sure the, the offense hasn't been there, and you know that's that's been the number one culprit over the last nine, ten games or so. But it's it's a lot closer than that, that two nothing score might indicate. These are the teams you want to play, right? I mean, we talked in the pregame, and we've been mentioning, you know, promoting the fact that uh, Cornell's going to actually come back next year. You want to play good teams like this top teams from the other leagues. Cornell's ninth in the in the polls. They're 9-2-2 two, and two overall. I mean, Historically, they've been one of the better teams in, in college hockey. You want, want to be able to play these teams, and, and not only will Cornell come back to Merrimack next year, but Merrimack will also make the trip down to Florida in the Florida College Classic, which Cornell has been a mainstay in for many years. Yeah, absolutely. I think a few years ago when Hockey East Hobby expanded and uh, the, the schedule kind of contracted a little bit, whereas you can only play, uh, you're playing two conference games and that gives everyone the chance to, to play North, more non-conference games in theory. I think fans want to see these names, and that's no offense to the, the Clarks and to the St. Lawrence's or the Bentleys or Holy Crosses that we might have seen the last two, three years at home. Fans get up for these games. You saw it last year when Notre Dame came to town, and that's obviously a benefit of having them in the conference, but uh, Coach Dennehy and the staff, they've they definitely been doing their homework when it comes to scheduling. They've, they're definitely being more strategic about where they go. I think two years ago, that's when they kind of reevaluated it when we wound up going to Denver to start the year and then to come home to play. A couple of pretty good Atlantic teams, but who's the draw there? You know, you're going to have to draw on homecoming weekend, obviously. That's always going to be a sellout. Uh, but be a little bit more strategic about the teams that we're trying to schedule, and uh, Cornell being one of them next year. I think there's rumbles about a Big Ten team coming uh, a couple years down the road. I think we're going to a uh, Big Ten team next year. That team's going to come back. And it, it's a Big Ten team, so you're going to see, if you see Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan State, whoever it might be, fans are going to get, get up for that. And you know, having some more of the Ivy Leagues coming. I know there was, a, I think, a couple of years where we had Harvard back and forth. Uh, now getting Cornell to come back next year. That's going to put uh, people in the sands. And Cornell alumni, too, they travel well. It's also the fact that playing good teams, I'm, I'm a firm believer, playing good teams makes you better. And I think that you know, getting back into hockey's play next weekend against an excellent Notre Dame team, you're going to need to be prepared for that. I, I don't see any way that, you know, yeah, you could, go out, you could go out and lose two games, no question about it. But I think they're going to be better 
for playing these two games against a Cornell team that's going to keep them honest. Yeah, the schedule's been it's been something in this first half. It, it, that's a good. Uh, that's obviously a great point. Uh, obviously, there was Providence at the beginning of December. You get up for the for playing the number one team in the country after that. Then going to uh, Connecticut, obviously playing in that big building. I don't know how easy it is to get up for that. Obviously, you know the coaches. That's a big part of their responsibility. But as a player, how much are you looking forward to, to going to Connecticut? Uh, the Army trip was cool. Getting Kenesha's back in front of you know a lot. Not a lot of students were on campus there um, at the end of the, uh, the semester. It's kind of tough to get up for now. That tournament last weekend, yes, SEC Union again. There was a bit of a revenge factor there, but it was the early game and then uh, Sunday night against Dartmouth. A team you don't really play, and there really isn't much on the line there. They know this team was good, obviously, coming in. You get up for that, and then absolutely there's truth to going to Notre Dame. Getting back to hockey, that's, I think, that a long, uh, long-winded way of uh, what I'm trying to say. Is it's good. It's going to be good to get back to hockey, seeing some of these, uh, obviously, the big-name teams, Notre Dame, rematch with uh, Northeastern from last year coming up the weekend after that. Uh, going to BU where it's been tough for us but obviously they're going to, uh, the revenge factor there, we're going for our first uh, sweep of them and I think ever on uh, hockey these plays. That's just the end of January then you get Arizona State. The schedule's definitely going to get uh, a little bit more interesting as far as are we going to get up for these games uh, and I think it's going to be easy to get up for them. Uh, Chris, you make a good point. Merrimack gets back to hockey east out to South Bend next week. What are your initial thoughts on the Irish? They are uh, That excellent goaltending from Cal Peterson they're a hot team right now. They are, and uh, it's always a tough building uh, you know, to play in. We made, uh, obviously, the trip there two years ago and uh, went 0-1-1. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting. They're a skilled team, but I think... Uh, not very different than uh, you know the BUs or BCs. We might have uh, we haven't seen BC, BC yet, obviously, but uh, I don't I don't think it's going to be difficult to get up for that. And uh, who knows? Sometimes you know Notre Dame doesn't know a lot about you, rather us. Um, maybe they take it a little lightly after obviously they've had some, some success lately uh, playing Western Michigan this weekend, so they're getting back to league play. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's two points every night, and it's you know it's it's going to be tough not to get one of those games. So I'm not sure what to expect. Uh, hopefully, you know, some good games, some entertaining games. A couple games, too, that'll be on the NBC Sports Network for all those Merrimack fans that, you know, if they're not able to make it out there. But the women's team as well, a big win this week, a, a win at, uh, at Vermont in overtime. They tie the game in the final minute and, and then win the game in overtime. That gets them right back in the playoff picture in hockey. It sure does. Page and Page, Sorensen and Void, uh, making things happen. Uh, congratulations, obviously, to, to them, Coach Hamlin and their staff. Uh, historic first-ever road win in program history. Uh, and they get back uh, after it's tomorrow and like you said that's a huge game uh, eight out of the uh, top eight out of nine get in the playoffs so regardless of the struggles might have been against some of those good teams that they saw in the first half uh, they had a league win against New Hampshire they get another league win now against Vermont uh, and this really is the next month and a half a huge stretch of their schedule trying to at least try and take two out of three if not two points uh, in your two remaining league games against the teams like Connecticut uh, prominence in early February Maine uh, the weekend after that uh, the team that are around you in the standings, you got to try and at least take two out of the four points there. And obviously the teams in uh, women's hockey has played three times in the standings. So uh, it's going to be interesting. And how cool would it be to, to get in the tournament? And once you get in, who knows? If, if you post an upset, how cool would that be for, for Coach Hamlin and those girls getting, uh, getting to be a part of Championship Weekend that we're hosting this year uh, in early March? And you know what else? I mean, I mean, winning that game, like I said, getting them back in the picture, it means that 
for another while longer, the games are important. They do mean things. I think that's really important for a team in their first year that's trying to get get some experience. And you know, as they get down the stretch here, it's going to mean that it's, every game is almost like a playoff game for them because they know they need to win games in order to actually make the playoffs. Yeah, and if you've been watching these games uh, outside of one or two blips here or there, uh, they've been in every every single one of them, and that's saying something considering 16 out of these 20 girls are freshmen for the most part, true freshmen. Uh, these are established programs that they're going up against. Uh, it's it's been fun, and they've been in those games. So you're absolutely right. It's going to be uh, there's not a big margin for error going down the stretch, but I I think that's going to make you elevate your play and obviously get up for those kind of games. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. They're at core, uh, at UConn, I believe, or home against UConn tomorrow. Home against UConn tomorrow, then at UConn on Sunday. All right, so we'll uh, we'll give you updates tomorrow night during our broadcast on how they did, and uh, hopefully they're able to pull off another upset there. Uh, Chris, thanks a lot for your time as well. You know, we don't thank you enough for all the work that you do to help make us uh, more knowledgeable and sound better and help us with arranging interviews and so on. I mean, I could go on and on about the work that you do, but uh, really terrific. We really appreciate it. And thanks again for coming on with us. It means the world uh, that you guys, A, obviously, actually read the notes. Uh, but uh, listen, I appreciate all the kind words. I think you guys are, you know, up there with uh, the best that we have in college hockey, let alone hockey. So you guys keep doing your things. Happy to, you know, obviously share the ride with you this season. And, uh, and beyond. Always good seeing you, Chris. Thanks for coming on. Happy to have you on the air. I love this three headset system, baby. Oh yeah, it's, it's kind of like Monday Night Football with the three guys in the booth, know, right? I, I learned. I learned this from uh, the Three Stooges NHL sh- short. Mo, Larry, and Curly. No, it's great. Great <laughs> technology at its best. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, Chris. All right, thanks. That's Chris Aliano, the director of sports information at Merrimack. Our score after two periods is Cornell two, Merrimack nothing. Back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.